1: Good afternoon, this is Drew Davison. It is Tuesday, September 20th. This is Locked On Cowboys. I am your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. As always, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule today. I will, uh, in today's episode, I'm going to play some sound from Dak Prescott yesterday, him and the rookies, including Ezekiel Elliott, all went to Piercy Elementary in Arlington for a uh, little fun and games with the fourth grade class over there, and it it was good to see, you know, it's always fun to see pro athletes and little kids interacting and And as Ezekiel Elliott said, you know, this is probably going to be one of their highlights of the year. So I'll I'll get into that. We also talked to Dak Prescott there about his first NFL win the day after, what it meant. So uh, I I will play that audio coming up shortly. I'm also going to talk about Jerry Jones, went on the radio earlier today on 105.3 The Fan, talked about Dak Prescott, said, of course, he's happy with how he's played so far, but as Dax said, and as Jerry said, this is still Tony Romo's team. So, uh, we will touch on those topics as well as some defensive talk. You know, uh, with the Bears coming in town, Jay Cutler, uh left last night's game with a little bit of an injury. So, they could be seeing Brian Hoyer. Time will tell, but... The Bears' offense did not look good, and I I think it's this week three is almost a must-win. If the Cowboys can't beat the Bears, they will be in big, big trouble. But uh, first off, let's just jump right into Dak Prescott. As I said, he met with us yesterday at Piercy Elementary, and he's the first quarterback in NFL history. Or, excuse me, he has the most pass attempts without an interception through two games of any quarterback in NFL history. He has thrown 75 passes, zero have been picked off. He talked about that, as well as a potential quarterback controversy. Listen in.
0: Uh, No, I mean, I just throwed a lot of balls, I guess you could say, in two games. But it doesn't really mean anything to me. Uh, It's all about the wins. Uh, I'd I'd like to be 2-0. So, I mean, records, they're meant to be broken. It happen, and I'm sure they'll get broken at some point. You say that protecting the football is
1: key, so it's not a lucky thing. You're definitely trying not to throw interceptions and protect the football.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's job security, it's ball security and I'm making sure I put myself and this team in a position to win and turn it over uh, not turn over balls. ball a good start doing that. Uh, so that's one thing I stress in my preparation is going out there and playing the game. certainly you anything you have to yesterday when fourth and one, they have the line, draw out, big play on the but she go they come freshly enough to go for it in a situation as so, a room. You know, the team. Uh, I mean, one he believes in his play calls. I uh, believe in what he was gonna call. And I think at that fe- at that point in the game, I knew we we're kind of going for it. we the one we've moved, uh, been moving the ball, and um, like I said before, we got a great offense. We got great playmakers around me, so it's not about them just trusting me. It's about them trusting all those other uh, those ten guys out there to make the blocks, make the catches, and uh, the front you, you put two obviously it's still very early on in the process but today on the radio Jason Wood was asked if there might be a quarterback controversy when Romo was healthy obviously that's not what you came into this thinking about but the fact that you're playing well enough to even have that you brought up in a radio interview what does that say about the success you've had so far? I mean this is this is Romo's team I said that out from the moment that I was, I was named the start and he went down I'm just trying to do my best to, to win games put this team in a successful position uh, to do that week in and week out uh, when he comes back I'll leave
1: that up to the, to the big guys. All right, that was Dak Prescott. And as you heard him say, this is Tony Roma's team. Jerry Jones went on the radio, as I said, and echoed those thoughts. And before we get more into that, let me remind you, check out the Locked On Podcast Network. It is fantastic. It has every team pretty much covered. I can't recommend Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson enough. All the day's topics, all the hot news around the league. That's where you want to be. Locked on fantasy, who to sit, who to start in week three. Make sure you check it out. And, you know, tell your friends to check out Locked on Cowboys. So, (laughs) uh, you know, I I think, you know, this team's obviously, there's always something with the Cowboys. And right now, as I said, the quarterback controversy Jerry Jones has said it's not a controversy. You just heard Dak Prescott say it's not going to be a controversy. When Tony Romo is healthy, he resumes the starting job. And that's not saying Dak hasn't played well or he doesn't deserve to be in there. But Tony Romo is more proven. He understands how the offense runs a little bit better. And, you know, the – the notion that a rookie quarterback like Dak Prescott's having this much success and Carson Wentz is having a lot of success. Those two have shown. I'm not sure what's up with Jared Goff in Los Angeles. Uh, Paxton Lynch hasn't got on the field in Denver. so. Uh, but Carson Wentz and, and Dak Prescott have looked uh, very impressive. And, But Tony Romo still has the team he is still one of the leaders in the locker room. He is still the guy who gives them the best chance to win, especially come December, January when they're trying to make a playoff push. I think Dak Prescott's played well, but as he said, as Jerry Jones has said, this is Tony Romo's team. Although, the the future is promising with Dak Prescott. The Cowboys think they've hit a home run with him, and As you've heard him say, you you hear all the time about poise and composure with Dak Prescott. And a few weeks ago, I did a big story in the Star-Telegram, and I I just had a basic question, where did Dak Prescott's poise come from? And I really think if you trace back his roots, he grew up in a three-bedroom trailer with his two older brothers and a single mom. But he never viewed that as, hey... You know, he always accepted it. He always embraced it. He was control. He's comfortable in his own skin, and that goes from his upbringing to being a mixed race, white, black, Native American. So I think that is really something where you see Dak Prescott's poise transfer onto the field is a lot of what brought him up. And and you heard him talk about Jason Garrett having enough faith in the fourth fourth and one play early in the game where he hit Jeff Swain for a 28 yard pass and that was a key key play Jason Garrett becoming a gambling coach something we haven't seen much so but I think Jason Garrett if he doesn't think Dak has the poise if he doesn't think he has the savvy the veteran type savvy I doubt they they run that play so, uh, very, very positive stuff from Dak Prescott so far through the first two games. As far as Tony Romo, Jerry Jones, and Steven Jones each talked about his health after the game. Uh, Tony Romo is making progress. He's doing good. They expect him. The compression fracture in the lower back it is on the mend as expected. It didn't require surgery. You know, uh, Tony's had two back surgeries, but he's played with a transverse process fractured in his back that didn't require surgery in 2014, and this compression fracture in his lower back also doesn't require, also didn't require surgery. And the Cowboys are hoping that October 30th game against Philly after the bye week. Tony Romo is good enough to go. It may not be until November 6th at Cleveland. So time, time will tell, but I really think uh, that Dak's going to have at least four more starts, and, and the Cowboys need to be at worst 3-3, three and three, and I think they can even get to 4-2. and two. When you look at the next two games against Chicago and San Francisco, those are two very winnable games for the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. So that will be interesting to see. And moving on to Ezekiel Elliott, he was also with Dak at the elementary school. It was good to see, like I said, all those guys interacting with the kids. The kids had a great time. Nothing nothing beats, you know, fourth graders running around happy, playing with some NFL guys. So, uh, and Ezekiel Elliott was clearly, after the game, he was frustrated, disappointed with the two fumbles. Granted, the Cowboys were able to overcome those fumbles one lost and win the game but you know you you could tell Zeke wasn't depressed or anything like that you know he, he was ready to move on he was interactive with the kids and having a good time and and you know he didn't say much And the audio unfortunately I got cannot be transferred onto this podcast but I asked him, you know, does this help you forget about the two fumbles? And Zeke Elliott says, oh, you know, it does big time. Just coming out here and having fun and giving back. There's a bigger purpose than just going out there and playing ball. You can touch everyone around you. So, clearly he gets it. You know, he's not going to stress too much about ball security. With that being said, of course, the Cowboys want him to protect the ball more, and he knows that. This is a guy who had 650 carries at Ohio or touches offensive touches including receptions at Ohio State fumbled it four times so uh, he does a good job protecting the ball just a couple couple lapses of that on Sunday and, and I would expect him to uh, bounce back and protect the ball I mean Derrick McFadden's had a great ball security fumbled twice at Washington last year so maybe it's something about FedEx Field. who knows uh, and finally, I just wanted to uh, touch on the defense. Sean Lee, another good sign. He's played every snap so far this season, every defensive snap this season. So if he can continue that, that's clearly a positive for the Cowboys. They uh, Brandon Carr also is out there every defensive snap, as was Mo Claiborne. Orlando Skandrick was not. He played a a good portion of the game but did not play every snap. And Orlando Skandrick's not happy with how he's playing right now. He gave up a touchdown. He was beat for a touchdown by Jamison Crowder uh, last week in Washington. And in week one, he gave up that deep ball to uh, Odell Beckham. So Orlando Skandrick, he is playing through some injuries. He, of course, missed all of last season. So he might have some rust getting back to game shape. And, and he's dealing with a hamstring injury. But, you know, he, he put it bluntly uh, after the game, I'm playing like bleep. You can fill in the blank. So Orlando Scandrick really needs to to find his rhythm, find his move, uh, especially with the Bears coming in with Alshon Jeffrey and, and some of their receiving corps. Uh, they, they got some playmakers uh, the kid out of West Virginia, uh, Kevin White, is on, is healthy and, and playing for the Bears. So so they got some threats, and, and Orlando Skandrick, arguably one of the be- top nickel cornerbacks in the league, certainly needs to step up. But uh, other than that, you know, as I said in the other podcast, it, the Cowboys at least had some flashes from around their defense. Tyrone Crawford had a sack. I mean, they're paying him like he should have multiple sacks every game. But uh, but ho- hopefully, you know, he can progress and, and get it together. Uh, Barry Church had the key interception. Sean Lee had a huge third down stop. Everyone's talking about Justin Durant's play on fourth down that ended the game, and, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. But Sean Lee on the play before that made a beautiful stop. Uh, On third and short And then of course the Redskins went for it So Uh, So that uh, Was certainly a good sign And that's going to do it for today's episode I got to head out to The star in Frisco Talk to some players And I will certainly uh, have more sound From the locker room in tomorrow's episode So please tune in Again I am Drew Davison Follow me on Twitter At Drew Davison D-A-V-I-S-O-N Shoot me an email, Davison at star-telegram.com. Check out the Star Telegram's Cowboys coverage. We've got plenty of stories, plenty of blogs up there from gambling Jason Garrett to the defense to uh, a lot of Dak Prescott to Zeke's two fumbles to our columnist weighing in on the Cowboys so far. So definitely check out the thestartelegram.com uh, for all your Cowboys news. It is well worth your time. Of course, I'm biased, but I think we cover them uh, as well as anyone in the Metroplex. So, uh, But please tell your friends, this is Locked on Cowboys, the podcast that covers America's team. So tell your friends to tune in, join in, and uh, until tomorrow, take care.
0: list.